Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Kashif Booth Podcast. If you're new here, each week I sit down with a guest and we discuss their career so far, the highs, the lows and what's next for them. Today's guest is Reese Pike. He's a writer, director, producer from London. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, it's good to have you on, Reese. You know, I have to, you know, bull at your age. He's 19, guys, okay? <laughs> and he's, look, he's doing way better than I was doing at 19. So thank it's going to be really good you. to talk to Reese about his career so far because at 19, he's already worked for Working Title Films, a Netflix show. So, yeah, Reese, how did you get started? Um, I guess from the start start or yeah i want to know the start start because i want to know what i wasn't doing <laughs> okay, cool. so um yeah i was 14 me and my friends we made like our first little short film for instance i don't really remember the reason why but we just we decided to make it and yeah i think we all wanted to do something creative but no one really knew what exactly creative so we were all doing major different roles in it and yeah that was like our first little thing and from there we got like 500 views the whole school sorry it was sort of that type of thing something kind of like one of those sitcoms you'd okay, see maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. some teenagers doing a whole lot of randomness but yeah i guess that's where what really stemmed the whole thing and then at that time i was really only interested in acting um so i was acting in that and i had a camera at the same time so yeah so what was that project about what did you and your friend do so it was called watched it was a short film which wasn't short <laughs> when you say it wasn't short what do you mean it was like 40 minutes oh wow okay <laughs> wow yeah so yeah it was a short film about some boys what found some watches these watches had some powers some guy was after these watches and they had to return them, but because they had powers, they asked themselves, should we return them or should we just keep them and keep the powers? And yeah. That sounds like a really cool concept. Do you yeah. think you'd want to remake that with money <laughs> and knowing what you know now about how to yeah. put a film together properly? That's actually very interesting. Um, so that wasn't actually made under my production company. Mm -hmm. That was made out of, um, out of like another little thing with three of my friends. But... Um, I think it's a cool idea mm. and if it was taken off properly at the time it would be really good okay but at this time I think it's just mm -hmm. it's just a bit childish but <laughs> at the same time okay you never know like mm -hmm. I think it could be one of those things what make money but I don't think it would really mm -hmm. hit mm -hmm. where I wanted to hit so when you put that together like what was it like because I'm sure you were 14 so yeah. you didn't you were still in school okay so yeah. I'm so, I'm sure you didn't have no money <laughs> yeah. I mean how did you come together to do that what camera did you use did you write a script okay. did you how did you put it together at such a young age okay so um I guess it was me and my three friends we were also the three main actors in it so <laughs> um it was really just a whole lot of who has what and get them on board if they okay. have it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I um I was doing like a little mm -hmm. everyone was doing YouTube at the time. So for my birthday, just before filming it, I think we filmed it in like March and my birthday was December. Um yeah, we we bought I bought a camera for my birthday because I naturally wanted that anyways. Okay. And um my friend had a tripod. There was no sound. <laughs> <laughs> obviously at that age you're not even thinking sound no. matters you're just thinking mm -hmm. just record it with the camera sound yeah obviously that failed for yeah, us but so, so. that's what you're thinking anyway mm -hmm. so there was no sound so it was just a camera and my friend 
which we de- designated the camera manager <laughs> only because his dad has had a good tripod. <laughs> so it was a plug for plug. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then we were the three actors and we also wrote it. I think um, I wrote I wrote a lot of it, but I can't say it's all my, my idea. It was definitely me and my, my co-partner um, Armstrong what wrote the most of it. Nice. So to go from making a 40-minute film, yeah. which had 500 views on YouTube, which is still great. Listen, yeah. I just got a 1,000 views the other day for my project. And I'm like, I love it. Yeah. That's my goal. That's my goal. I don't care anything else. Yeah, as man. long as it hits thousands, I'm happy. Um, so you did that film. Yeah. What was next? How did you get to start your own production company before 20 years old? Yeah. So um, what was next? Yeah. So after that, um, there was three of us originally and one of our friends, he decided to go down another path. But we respected that because it was the same. He was on his grind thing. And after that, we sort of fizzled out. We just had like a like a moment of not really knowing what. Because it's like, at that age as well, you're getting so much opinions and views of all people in your year, mm-hmm. older people, teachers, all of that stuff. Um, so it was just here like, what do we do? Da, 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 da. And me and my friend was like, F it. We've done one. Now we can do this official and it's just me and you. So me and my friend Armstrong, he's my co-partner right now. And we were just here like, let's do this. And we released our first film, which was also in the school and everything. But at this point, we we had like a year's break. So in that time, we weren't making anything in film, but we were developing ideas. And we had a lot of we had a lot of um, experience in our own own fields should I say mm-hmm. everyone was better at what they were doing pretty mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. and it wasn't just a loads of people just jumping in for no sake there was actually a good script so I wrote a script um called Neglect and that's when on November the 11th 2018 we released Rated Pictures which was nice the start of it. so like rate, Rated Pictures is your company mm-hmm. you know what's it like what was it like at that age, running yeah. your own production company, you know, under, trying to understand and learn yeah. as you grow? And, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a business as well, so you also yeah. have to try and make money and stuff like yeah. that. What was the, the struggles you went through? Because you were still so young as well, but then still trying to pursue yeah. your passion and school and life as yeah. well, growing <laughs> up. So, like, what was it like managing both? I think um, it was at that age, it's like I was, I've never been... I've never been bad at school, but I've never been an advocate for school because I've always thought that they've not taught the things which need to be taught for a person entering the real world. I agree. So at that that age, I was here like, if I don't chase my dreams, like I was looking at it from, I think I could say I was pretty mature at my age to say, I was looking at it from a perspective as these people study so much years to do film, but don't actually go do film. Uh-huh. And I think that was sort of, that's why I attracted myself so much to Joelle when I first met her, because a year later she went on to leave the school to pursue her dream. And it was just here like, um, I think at that age, I don't know what it was, but I watched something and it was here like, how can you learn how to start a business from a business teacher, which has never started a business? 
very true very very <laughs> true like, very very true it's yeah. true and it's a good thing you brought up on joel because we yeah. met through joel uh yeah. joel may david is a writer director i've actually featured her on my podcast before mm-hmm. in the first season as well and she's doing amazing things yeah. now with her production company bluebird pictures and her film festival world cinema fest and so i know she was at a teacher where did you guys meet originally london screen academy i thought so and london yeah. screen academy is a great place yeah, for just a, aspiring filmmakers so can you tell 100%. us a little bit more about you know how Jarrell how you met Jarrell through that mm-hmm. and what you what she was teaching as well and the whole school itself yeah so um yeah so me and Armstrong we just finished our first film Neglect this is sort of coming at the end of secondary school so um we finished it off it's hit like 1.3k and it's going pretty well because number one it was more it was also a lot of resources and stuff no budget as well but it was a really good script to be honest it's about um a young boy and actually i think it's very relevant to nowadays more than things so you could say we were ahead of our time (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah the story is about um a younger boy which had an older brother and his older brother was once involved in a gang life for instance and he left that life but the little brother saw his brother while he was younger, grew up in that life, so he's trying to follow in those full, full steps. Um, he goes down a bad path and his brother starts telling him how he shouldn't think. And it's um, it focuses on, on how he felt neglected. Um, so he needed that one-on-one contact to realise the truth of what the scenario is. And you could say that happens a lot now because um, just the other day outside my aunt's house, a man was killed. He was 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was 21. And um, later on, we figured out that he was four, the killer was fourteen. Wow! So the age I started making films, that was the age someone killed. You're throwing your life away, man. Exactly. So it's crazy. So um, yeah, that's where we sort of started with our first short, and then my first class, like we had like um, we started LSA now. LSA is really just a great school on the whole, mm-hmm. just the amount of opportunities they offer to. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, a, it's six from college, like from 16 yeah, to 18? Yeah, 16 to 19. Oh, right, okay. And so, you, yeah. It was just like, we were the first year. Oh, nice. So when I saw the ad on Instagram, I was here like, because I wanted to do acting mm-hmm. and I also liked producing. But um, I didn't get into Brit school. Okay. And I did get into Elam. Mm-hmm. I was here like, oh, do I want to go to Elam? Uh, and then I saw LSA and... I applied and I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the one. And I told my friend instantly, once I saw it, we were like, yeah, we're both going nice, here. 100%. Nice. There's nothing else. And like, I think also from the start of it, because we sort of knew what we were doing already was good for our age. We were here like, we are like, before we even went to LSA, we were here like, we, we made an agreement with each other, which you're thinking, why are these kids <laughs> making agreements and stuff? But yeah, we were very serious about it. We were here like, if we go here, mm-hmm. we have to make sure if we don't get nothing out of school, we use their equipment. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's smart. I yeah, love that. I love exactly. that. You guys had the plan and your focus and you knew mm-hmm. what you wanted to get out of it and that's what you want to do. Exactly. So, so. yeah, that's p- mindset like that. <laughs> yeah. Please, before you're 30, you'll be on Forbes list. Like, that's just like the way you have yeah. to be moving. So I love that. Exactly. Okay. So we were just like, even at our interviews and stuff, like when I got my, when I got in, I was doing backflips and then when Armstrong got in, I swear I nearly shed a tear because <laughs> it was here like, oh my God, we're going to do this. And it was just here like, now 
all we have to do there is go there and use the equipment. Even if we don't learn anything, mm-hmm. we can adapt and learn with the equipment and stuff yeah. because that's that was the one thing we were missing, that sort of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the education there it taught us lots more, but at the time, all we... At that age, you're not thinking too much, Ed. You're just thinking equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, look, I want to make this. I yeah. want to do this. Look at this equipment, the quality, the picture quality. Exactly. Not knowing, look, in post, that's where it really matters. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you're not thinking any about anything else. You're just yeah. thinking, yes, there's mm-hmm. cameras, sound. We need sound because remember sound from before. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the funniest things about my first short film, like first, first one, was like the sound was so bad. Mm-hmm. You could hear the camera focusing. <laughs> you could hear the autofocus on the camera going. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So I think that was pretty beautiful, actually, because everyone was here like, why was there always that sound? We were like, don't worry, it was just, just <laughs> adding atmosphere. <laughs> I'm yes. But like, yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah. because only a year later, we realized what it actually was. Like, mm-hmm. we were even thinking, what was that sound? <laughs> like, But yeah, so we've gone through that now and we've gone into LSA. So it's it's my first, it's my first day. Um, like actually enrolled now everyone's just in and we had like multiple little mini classes with each teacher nice. and like early in the morning my first teacher me and Armstrong were with was um no the first teacher I was with and then Armstrong met her later on in throughout the day was Joelle and she was just telling us all about the business side of the production company and all that stuff and I was just here like she is speaking facts whatever I probably didn't even know what she was speaking (laughs) but I knew she was speaking what I was speaking Mm -hmm, (laughs) like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that language so after everyone left the class and everything I stood back um stood after her and just spoke to her about like my vision and stuff and like what we've done proof of concept should you say and like how how I'm, I'm I'm sort of taken by what do you think? Like when she left LSA, I was just like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I was so happy because it, it mm-hmm. was like, that's the step you have to make to, to really chase your dream. Like, um, so yeah, that's how I met Joelle. And from then she just kept helping, helping in all the things. And to be honest, out of all the LSA classes, because especially as the, that was LSA first year and, they obviously they have to get responses from everyone to really understand how a school's gonna work, especially a creative school. So there was some elements which were missing. So there was writing, oh okay, writing, directing, right, camera, sound, editing. But then there was no really place for producers, and I was just thinking this is like one of the biggest roles, if not the biggest role. Why is there no specialty for it? There was business, mm-hmm. but. Really and truthfully, it was business plus Joel. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I business you, I plus Joel's insight on being that. So mm-hmm. those lessons, I really, really put my head down and really tried to learn the most in. Um, just the logistics of everything, NDAs, all of that stuff. Because obviously at 15, 14, what the hell is an NDA? <laughs> that is nothing to yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. So, okay. yeah. Um, and then after that, yeah, I just kept building, um, and then a few, I think it was, she left, had Bluebird, and the World Cinema Fest, I think we came, we did a short film, and came second, and that, that was really fun, that was really fun, because, our, me and Armstrong's like, way, like, you know, as a creative, 
there's times when your juices are flowing and times where mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean that at the moment. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. right now, right now, especially for rated, I can say our juices are flowing. Mm-hmm. But like over the past few four months, it wasn't flowing at all. Mm-hmm. But now we're winning. But yeah, that's how I met Joelle. And, nice. Yeah. Nice, because when I, because she introduced us to each other, she yeah. thought I'd be able to, you know, offer mm-hmm. you some advice and stuff. That was just stuff. before I got the working title thing. See, yeah, that's yeah. how I wanted to go on yeah. to now, because you <laughs> went from LSA to yeah. working at Working Title Films. If you guys don't yeah. know Working Title Films, that's one of the leading film production companies yeah. within the UK. And so, I mean, that was an amazing experience. And then for you, I'm assuming, yeah. and coincidentally, I know um, a guy who works in development, Anthony Caballero. And yeah, he's been on my podcast as well. Yeah, I interviewed I saw him that, I saw that. a few months ago, and I <laughs> <laughs> and I was his mentor when he yeah, first got wow. into the industry as well. That's so crazy. seeing his rise has been really great. So what was it like at working title films, and what did you do there? Wow. So yeah, this is a month after LSA. So we just finished LSA. Everyone's having summer dreams. <laughs> I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, so. Now I know, like, I went to work. The thing is, I think the reason the interview process or working title, it was like uh, a free interview thing, right? So there's tons of people, like, pretty much, it's like everyone's got, everyone knows the pay for the year. Everyone in the whole school is pretty much applying to it and stuff. Mm -hmm. But me, I truthfully applied to it just being here, like, why not? Like, I'm I'm really just You have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. You had it nothing was, to lose. It, it was like um it was like uh I didn't apply with it apply for it with a lot of pressure. Now I don't I don't know why this worked because I even told the people the, the year below me, two of them, to do the exact same thing and they got it too. So Oh wow. Obviously okay. there's a method to it. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I was I was there and we did the interviews. We got through one, two and stuff. But I, the whole time, I was just going there being myself, just being charismatic and just showing showing how I am, really and truthfully. Like, I didn't want to... I didn't want to go there being a fake me and then end up having to keep that persona throughout the whole year. Yeah, very so true. I went there mm-hmm. being loud, excited and mm-hmm. just being naturally me. And I got the working title job and it was cool, man. When I got it, I was just here like... I don't even know what to expect. And truthfully, I didn't know how big working title was at the time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, when, you're just, when you're just in college and stuff, you're just, you're just, just your bubble. Like, you know all the big names, but really, like, even though working title is big, you know all the big names, mm-hmm. like Fox, Universal. And yeah, stuff. yeah, like the main, yeah. like, distribution <laughs> companies. Exactly. That's it. But these are the people making it, you yeah, know, like, yeah, so yeah. I get it, I get it. Even though Netflix and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm um, I've just got the job now, and there's me and four um, three other students, which all go LSA. I liked all of them, so it was all cool. To be honest, I'm not really a person like even like the weirdest people I love, because I just find that that they they ha- mm-hmm. they're the most creative. Yes, that's true. That's true. They they have a unique like, way of. Um, thinking of things <laughs> or like processing things and they come up with the mis- most amazing ideas yeah. for stuff and you're like what exactly i wish i could do that so yeah i understand yeah. and i think um that's that's one thing which i learned from lsa 100 percent is 
trusting the weirdos around. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, okay. And it might sound weird, but like there was this um the student from from LSA, his name's Leo, and he's actually on the rated team now. And he was just he was just misjudged. No, like everyone was just a bit weird off of him, but it's just because he's um he 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 didn't come from like a a British school or anything. Oh, okay. So the way they feel, mm-hmm. they speak. Oh right. He's okay. not gonna cover it up. Yeah. He's not gonna cover it up. Like mm-hmm. if he's like like you're not doing the work, he'll tell you. Okay. Like, he's not he's not shy okay. about it. Fine, fine, fine. And obviously we know that we lived in a buttered up society, so people don't like yeah, confronting yeah, yeah. everyone. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Exactly. I saw it and I was just here like, uh-huh. damn. Yeah, I know it yeah, seems yeah. rude, but I know he's not being rude because I didn't I didn't do all my schooling here. I I did school over in Jamaica too. Oh, okay, nice. So um, I went to school in Jamaica as well. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> listen, I didn't get beats, so I was you good. Didn't. No, I wow. was good. See, I was good. Lucky you, man. <laughs> I went I went to school in Jamaica, and every day they were like, "Me, I go get some English beatings." <laughs> every <laughs> no, day. they didn't give me beats because I was English. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of it like uh, they loved me but they uh-huh. hated me at the same time <laughs> but yeah so okay. i understood his i understood his sort uh-huh. of his rhythm of it and so rated we got booked for a job um and it was a weird it was completely like something we've never done before okay it was like a pantomime beanstalk thing uh-huh. people I don't even, yeah, it was just mm-hmm. crazy, green screen, everything. Sure, sure. Now, I I knew <laughs> finding mm-hmm. an editor would be the problem for this, mm-hmm. but I knew Leo was an editor and he edit, like, when, like, one time I sat down with him in class and I said, like, let me see some of your work because I'm, as 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 a producer, I'm just trying to see who's, of course, who's got the good Of course, like, yes, he, yes, like, yes. Because I came into LSA, wanted to be a producer and mm-hmm. Armstrong came in, wanted to be a cinematographer. Meaning, I'm there like who's good right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to search through, mm-hmm. search through the crowd, like get the best people, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Which I think I did. So um, yeah, I've seen his work now, and it's just crazy. It's just crazy, and I'm here like Leo, join us. <laughs> I don't <laughs> nice. know. I don't know what for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. being right. I don't know what to give you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but just join us. And when we got this job, I was here like, yes. I know exactly who to oh. go to. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the beauty of LSA to be mm-hmm. It's just having that yeah. network of all people from yeah. different backgrounds. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was, that was proper. And um, that's the great thing about schools like that. It's about networking across of everyone who's in the room with you yeah. because everyone has their own talents, what they can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And then once you make it, you bring everybody in. That's mm. how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And as you know, moving up in this industry, everyone likes to work with who they like. So yeah. that, that can be quite difficult to break new yeah, people in. True. But then you understand why the industry moves like that because you know the job's going to get done yeah. well. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So back 100%. to... Exactly. So back to like yeah. uh, working title film. So yeah. what were you doing there? Were you an intern or yeah. how was it? So we weren't interns. We were office runners. Oh, okay. So cool. um, yeah, we were literally taking the roles of like mm-hmm. the people prior to us. They were like 24, 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, from what I know, from what I remember them saying, we're the young- we were the youngest people to ever have the role. Wow. Look at that. So me, Angel, New mm-hmm. and Mia. Um those are my Achilles, <laughs> and yeah so we we went into it and i think overall working title they just gave us open hands man it was really good it was yeah. beautiful to be honest mm-hmm. and 
they loved us because we were young. Mm-hmm. We just had that young energy. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're all we're all just yeah mm-hmm. we're excited about every little thing and it's mm-hmm. sort of that's sort of the beauty of it and yeah um the work of it and I think that's something you like you got to try hold on to mm-hmm. a lot of people like I'm quite mature to be honest but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to goof around. Like, yeah, of course, I feel of like course, of course. There's, there's a beauty to the way you look at the world when you're younger compared mm-hmm. to when you let all the bashes and everything yeah. hit you. Yeah. Because yeah. then you see mm-hmm. something fun and you'll try to be like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's fun, but I'm not going to have <laughs> fun. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I get that. I was an yeah. office runner when I was 22. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too yeah, no, that's much older than you when you were an office runner. That's still very but, um, you know, a, a group of us, we were all roughly the same age. Yeah. There was one girl who had decided to do a career change. Yeah. And she was 28. You know, and she, but she looked young. Yeah. So everyone thought she was young. She okay. was like, "No, no, no, I'm a big woman." Okay. <laughs> so it was always <laughs> funny to see that. So, um, so yeah. So it, being an office runner is so yeah. great because you are cross referencing literally everything within yeah, the company. So exactly. everyone knows you. You know them. Yeah. You know what's going on. You can ask questions and mm-hmm. try to get experience. And you know, and because of what you were doing before, I feel like yeah. a lot of the time when you're doing it independently, a lot of people respect you for doing that yeah. because you're building your own name for yourself mm-hmm. and understanding what you actually want to do, and then you can just grasp everything. Yeah, what's going on, and that's what benefited me as well. Yeah, and it's definitely benefited you. One hundred percent. Like. I think it was God had a bigger plan than I knew because mm-hmm. when I was applying for the jobs which are on the LSA portal, which yeah. is like and like a LinkedIn, but just with all LSA jobs only yeah, for yeah. LSA students, mm-hmm. um, I was so in mind to just go on set because think about it, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm making films, so that's yeah, all I'm yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. But then getting the work entitled job, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it mm-hmm. was like it was a blessing mm-hmm. which I did not know I needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much more mm-hmm. than just just working. It yeah. was like mm-hmm. it's now I have like a family of film where mm-hmm. I can always go back to. I can always run into the office. Mm-hmm. I love the security guards <laughs> to the cleaners to yes, everyone. Yes, like yes, I, I love everyone there. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like that is that is sort of like the home of <laughs> residing for me because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like an actual company. So mm-hmm. I'm in working title. And I'm seeing it and I'm just here like, okay, mm-hmm. so they have this, that, 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 mm-hmm. that. And it's making me think, and like, I'm going back to Armstrong like, okay, bro, so we need to make sure all our scripts are branded. Mm-hmm. you got to have your thing watermarked. Yes. This has to be like this, that, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. NDAs have to be printed. Mm-hmm. This, that, mm-hmm. like, so you're learning all the back end. Exactly. And exactly. You're, you're seeing, you're seeing everyone. Mm-hmm. All like, and it also makes you like, it makes you realize, because mm-hmm. I fortunately was able to work with a few famous people before, but that's just through connections with anyone you can get your hands on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it makes you realize all famous people and stuff, they're just the same as you. Like, mm-hmm. they're just a person which yeah. had a dream and also got it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And being around those people, it also, like, it, it doesn't, like, it doesn't, it humbles the image of, it makes you realize the gap is not too big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like how you're one degree or two degrees of separation from exactly. the person you want to be connected with. Exactly. That's always how it is. Yeah. You know, people I've worked with, I'm like, but you're yeah. like two people away from Diddy or like, yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, so it's I totally crazy. understand what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It's very crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you're just seeing all these people like, 
I remember like a few years ago, I was probably like an extra on Top Boy and like I was just speaking with Kobe, you know, mm -hmm. um, Kobe and he was just, he was just speaking so normally and it was nice and then one day I just see him walk into the working title office and I'm like, yeah, what is yeah. life and that's kobe <laughs> adam if you don't know the yeah. director kobe adam yeah i know yeah. exactly what you mean so yeah so that's really good so yeah and then mm -hmm. yeah working title i just mm -hmm. think it's it's a great company honestly mm -hmm. they're they're so helpful mm -hmm. they they want to help you like i got yeah. the netflix thing through them great as well great. so it's just like everything is yeah Mm -hmm. it's, it's no. nice <laughs> because, and I think because you want to run your own production company it's good for you to actually work within the production company to and understand see. how to run a business because mm -hmm. I was saying this to a filmmaker the other day who's an entrepreneur but also creative mm -hmm. and like there's some people who just want to direct and they just want to write they don't want to own the company yeah. and that's fine you don't have to do that yeah. but because you have rated pitches yeah. like that's what you want to do. You want to run your company. You want to make your own stuff, exactly. get the distribution deal and there all that stuff. So it's good for you to understand that element of it and also be on set. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so you briefly mentioned how you went on to work on a Netflix show. Yeah. Can you say what it is? Um, yeah, it's called The Fuck It Bucket. Okay, amazing. <laughs> and like, well, you know, because it's yeah, not yeah, coming yeah. out for now. So you just, yeah. you never know. NDAs and all that. So yeah, <laughs> so you know. Um, so you said you got that free working title film. Yeah. How did that opportunity come about? So it's just, I could tell you, I think, yeah, I've always been preaching to, to everyone, your values and who you know. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know working title. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what you do. But, talk. But yeah, it's you just you uh -huh. just talk, and it was just like um, we were all coming to the end of our end of our year, and they know that we knew that we're gonna have like a new a new new set of coming. runners coming. Yeah, okay, so yeah. it was like they just wanted to sort of give us the best thing, and um, there's so much different producers and different people there. Uh -huh. So um, I've managed to work on like loads of different short films and stuff, and yeah. One of the producers, she came down, her wife was producing it, and was here like, Reese, I was getting a shortbread, she was getting a shortbread. <laughs> See, that's how it <laughs> is, just in the kitchen chatting. Honestly, See, I love it, I, I love it. I was getting a shortbread and green tea, and she mm -hmm. told me, and I was like, I'd love to do it, and I went on it, and mm -hmm. honestly... The Vuggy Bucket, I learned so much. Mm -hmm. It was so, it was so fun. What was your position on? I was the runner. Okay, floor nice. Runner. Floor runner. Yeah. See, that's even better because yeah. you went from office runner to floor runner. Being yeah. a floor runner, you're with the AD's department. Yeah. If you guys don't know, that's the assistant director's mm -hmm. department. That is the best you yeah. could get because you're really in the heart of it. Yeah, you know, that's so, like, yeah, yeah. that's the, the reason like um, I say the AD department is so good is because you are literally in everyone yeah like <laughs> yeah everyone like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the that's sort of the the best thing about it. you mm -hmm. get to see everyone meet everyone mm -hmm. every department because what what you realize as well yeah is when you're on set every department is their own department yes apart from the ladies yes exactly like mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone's mm -hmm. in their own little zone yeah Numbers, yeah yeah they they all socialize but they all still are in their own mm -hmm. little zone. this is my hub this is my people this is my family exactly, you exactly. know you they eat yeah. lunch together they yeah. eat, like i know exactly what you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking about but yeah. when you're in ad's you're, you cross-reference everything <laughs> so you're with the cast you have hair makeup exactly. wardrobe you're with the camera department, sound, you're pro sound production, <laughs> like you're everywhere. So we yeah. like, I was production runner mostly mm -hmm. when I was like on working on TV shows mm -hmm. and films. So 
me and the ads would just yeah, know each other we'd bounce exactly. with each other okay you got my back i got your back exactly exactly so it's I totally quite it's that. quite um yeah mm-hmm. so you're in with everything and i had like um like a runner which was above me mm-hmm. so like a floor runner but like the official floor runner. like the head one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. her name was atlanta and she mm-hmm. just taught me so much mm-hmm. she was young as well but um also going into your first time mm-hmm. there's just some things you don't know of course like i think the most the best thing you can do is always be willing to just absorb all information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like by everyone by like every single yeah, one yeah yeah it exactly. doesn't matter how small big they are because not only not only is a thing of oh you don't know where they're gonna go but more of a you want to understand how people feel in different roles in different roles as a trainee how do they yeah. work as mm-hmm. a big big boss how do they work yeah, and everything and exactly. i think that's the beauty of it so mm-hmm. yeah yeah no it's true that was so fun no and how long was that job six months okay nice nice i think it's great that you was able to go from working title films to being a floor runner because you've absorbed so much of the industry and people sometimes like you know you hear people think oh being a runner is just getting teas coffees yes that's part of it Mm -hmm. but when you're a runner you literally understand everything, you know, yeah. in terms of like all all different apartments and maybe you want to go into different things to mm-hmm. understand yeah, more about 100%. that. And that's the great thing about starting at the bottom and then just growing like that. So I think it's really cool that he was able to do that. So yeah. from being, you know, working title to the Netflix show, yeah. what's happening now? What's, what's so, currently going on? Um, so yeah, I think the fuck it bucket, one thing it made me realise was... Mm-hmm. Um, it was great, and one of the directors mm-hmm. of the one of the, um, the seasons was twenty seven. Wow, very young. Mm-hmm. And also, while working on the thing, I came to a conclusion that as much as I love producing, mm-hmm. I want to be more creative, like more creatively in tune with it. So, after the fuck it bucket, I was like, yeah, let's pick up directing why not see because you've been there you've seen directors you know you've worked with the ad's you know you've probably been able to like advise and direct extras on certain big scenes so you have that sense of you know creative control you know exactly once you have a little bit of that you fly exactly so you've seen it and you're here like Mm -hmm. okay cool because it's not only seeing how how like how it is being in creative control for the director but also seeing how uncreative mm-hmm. the other roles can be okay because yeah. i think that's something you forget mm-hmm. like um as much as it's a creative creative space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not everyone's creative in that space yeah a lot of people just have a job role and they pursue their job role yeah they do it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's perfectly mm-hmm. for them. exactly and i think the thing what everyone has to notice is the world won't work without people doing the things that they have to do. Exactly, so exactly. Just because everyone wants to be a creative doesn't mm-hmm. mean everyone has to be a creative. <laughs> no, and you made a very good point because I did a masterclass for yeah. this film school called Ghetto Film School. Yeah. And all of the young kids just wanted to be like writer, director yeah. or yeah. Yeah. producer, cinematographer. And I was just like, that's great, guys, but we need you everywhere. I need you in the, the gaffer department. Exactly. I need you to be in hair and makeup. I need you in wardrobe. I need you in sound, mm-hmm. especially. I need you guys like in production management. I need you yeah. in the AD. I need you everywhere else. Like, so and the thing is, sound. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, especially like I met my first black sound guy a yeah. few weeks ago and said, I was like, wow. I've never met a black sound guy before. <laughs> so like, you know, like I need you guys everywhere. And that's yeah. the thing. That's why it's good for you to just get involved because yeah. 
at the runner level because like you said you didn't think about being a director but now you're thinking you know what, let me direct exactly. and that's the same because you have a company mm-hmm. you're going to be spread amongst different roles as well yeah and you exactly. want to know okay you want to know everything so you want to the, to. it's going to be the point where when you build your company you'll just be like the managing director but you are cross-referenced everything because you know and you've been you there. have to be yeah you have to see it all yeah and um exactly. like um there was a there was a cinematographer on the fucker bucket and i mm-hmm. think everyone respected him so much because yeah. um he was once a camera trainee see exactly and people sort of like mm-hmm. to know that someone understands what it's like to be yeah. in their role yeah. And also there's so much power in knowing everyone's role. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're um if you're a producer and you know everyone's role, then number one, also when it comes to if you're a produ- exact like you're talking about money, then you'll understand how much this that that's gonna cost. Right. And also mm-hmm. you'll you'll know the levels of it. Like you're you're the playmaker. Mm-hmm. And I think that was that was the beauty of it. Like mm-hmm. knowing seeing it, seeing how much who has to do what, what, what. And like I'm, I'm not afraid to sort of say, "F it, I'll be a smaller role just to mm-hmm. learn." Just because yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's I'm still young. Like mm-hmm. I've still got so much to learn, and I, I can, I can put in the time. To be honest, it's not something which I'm afraid of. No, but you're but, at the perfect age. You know, as people probably are jealous that you're doing this. You didn't go to uni. Yeah. You didn't go. Well, you did go to like sixth form college. Mm-hmm. So that, but you went to the best one. You yeah. know, for me, when I was your age, listen, my mindset was always like education. I was like, okay, I went to sixth form college and yeah. I did an amazing media course, and that mm-hmm. set me up there you go. for going. And I had work experience at Big Brother, and yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> and I was all like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And then they were like, so what are you doing next? When I was on Big Brother, and they were like, oh, I'm going to uni. They were like, oh, that's nice, but. Yeah. You don't need it. And yeah. I was like, that's not helping me right now. Yeah. Like, nobody's, like, telling me how I can start working. I can't just drop out it's and stuff. True. But it also prepared me to make sure that while I was at uni, mm-hmm. I built my connections. So I was doing loads of work experience. Yeah. I was making my own stuff, building my brand and mm-hmm. who I was from such a young age. So I was, like, 18, 19, yeah. 20. So as soon as I start left uni... I would say it took me six months to get like a contract job. I already was doing random work on sets Mm -hmm. and stuff. So once you do that, it just helps you. And that's why you're in position now. So yeah, so because you've done it so young, it's going to set you up for the best future to have. So by the time you're 25, I'm looking forward to seeing where you are at. In God's will. Exactly. So, (laughs) I mean, so where can people find you and all the stuff you've done and stuff like that? So, um, yeah. I've recently just finished directing my first short. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, um, it's called Just Existing. Mm-hmm. And it's about two black boys in London mm-hmm. just existing. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the beauty of that was more about um, showing that not every black boy in London is stabbing each other. Yes, I, I think love that. That media's been portrayed so much yes. in all your films and all mm-hmm, your nonsense. Mm-hmm. We're tired exactly. of it, okay? <laughs> very, very tired. <laughs> We're tired of it. Like, cause yeah. that's not it. And the truth of it is, my circle of friends, I have a very small circle of friends which are like um, really creative and in their thing. And then when I look at my acquaintances and my friends just outside that bubble, the majority of them are, 70, 80% of them are black, number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, they all run this young industry in terms of filmmaking, entertainment stuff, it's going to be crazy, like, the um, the way the narrative is going to change mm-hmm. and i'm slowly seeing a lot of people wake up 
-hmm. a lot of guys which are my age producing Good. and stuff they're saying Good. oh I want to change my narrative in this I want to change my narrative mm -hmm. and it's time like yeah. we're, we're, we're tired of it and the truth of it is it's like there's so much bad going on in the world I can't change that okay no. I, like the truth mm -hmm. of it is it is happening mm -hmm. but it happens across so much other races and so much other things yeah. but only one's being highlighted yeah mm -hmm. so if you can highlight that, I'm mm -hmm. sure I can highlight the opposite. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, um, that should be coming out pretty soon. Nice. It's going to do the whole um, film festival nice. run and stuff first. Nice. Okay. But you can find me at 8.reese mm -hmm. on every social app, to be honest. <laughs> nice. And um, yeah, I think, I don't oh. know why, mm -hmm. but <laughs> that 8 just works. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. That's your thing, I get it. Listen, mine used to be 360 yeah. until I took it out. <laughs> and where can people find your production company? Yeah, and so stuff like if that? you go on Rated Pictures UK on mm -hmm. Instagram, you can find it there. That's m majority of where all our things are. Mm -hmm. That's where you can keep up to date with us. We do casting calls there mm -hmm. for actors, sound people, every mm -hmm. all types of industries. Nice. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you look like what your age is honestly mm -hmm. just hit, our, hit us up and yeah that's where we that's where we get the work done to be honest and we've 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 got about like we've got five short films right now in pre-production wow. nice and between now and halfway through next mm -hmm. year they'll all be done so well, I'm looking forward to seeing it and guys <laughs> hey if fun. you want to acting it work on it you know what to do hey, hit up Reese. just hit us up honestly exactly. we, we've put on so much like mm -hmm. so much young talent which just just mm -hmm. wants to be involved like yeah. it doesn't it's not really the thing about us is we're small so the smaller you catch a company the more of a community you're going to get yeah, to be honest exactly because we're at that age where a lot of our things fortunately like I can be blessed to say um, we have such a good community that it's more of like an explorative space. Mm -hmm. Imagine being on a project, having your name connected to the project yeah. and still being able to explore what role you want to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what we're doing at the moment. It's nice. mad fun. Nice. If you want to join, come along. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, thanks, Reese, for coming on the Thank show. You. It's great to see you again. Haven't Indeed. seen you in like a year and stuff. So yeah, so I'm excited for your future. Honestly, keep me posted. Well. <laughs> I want, I'm just, look, I'm rooting for you. Listen, yeah, I love what you're doing at such a young Thank age you. and I'm excited to see what you guys do next. So yeah, so stay tuned, guys, for new episodes coming soon. You can follow me all on my YouTube your socials you know them there's a bunch so yeah thanks guys Alrighty, catch you next episode <laughs>